Hello everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is, I will prove to you that investing in single family rentals over the long run is a recipe for mediocrity. Think about this. Those of you that have wanted to invest in single-family homes or have done so already, your goal is to eventually use your single-family rental business to retire and live off of the income. That's your goal. Well, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. That will probably never happen. Here's why. I know a ton of people that are wealthy, uh, ultra-wealthy, semi-wealthy, over my 20 years of being in this business, I know quite a few people. And I can tell you that 100% of them have either uh, retired comfortably or really, really well with commercial real estate. They may have gotten started with single family, but what got them to that status is commercial real estate. So they either had commercial real estate ownership or they owned a business inside the commercial real estate and sold it, sold everything, right? So either or, but commercial real estate was the ticket. So think about this. Here's a question for you. If you have a choice between buying eight single family rentals or an 18 unit apartment building, which would you choose? Which one? That's the question for you. And again, my goal is to convince you that single family home rentals over the long term is a recipe for mediocrity. Now, let me share with you the reasons why. Here are unique advantages that you have as an apartment owner. Now, I'm talking commercial size. I'm talking five units and greater. The first thing you get as an apartment investor is you get to force the appreciation. This is only for five units and greater. Let me explain. If you have a single family rental and you increase your rent to $200, great. Now you have $200 more per month. It does not equal more value, though. So the value for single family homes is what the other homes have sold for. However, in your five unit and greater apartment building, let's say you have a 10 unit apartment building and you increase your rents by $200 for just one unit. Let's do the math. $200 times 12 months is $2,400, right, per year. And if you're in a six cap area, you take that $2,400, you divide it by 6% to come up with your forced appreciation. So $2,400 divided by 6% is $40,000. So you just increased your property value by $40,000 on that one unit. And you have 10, that's $400,000 that you that you forced your appreciation on your apartment building. No comparison with single family homes, all right? Number two, you can scale faster. You certainly can scale faster. Let me ask you this. How long will it take for you to purchase eight single family homes? Maybe a year, year and a half, maybe? How long will it take you to purchase an 18-unit apartment building? Three months. <laughs> three months. So three months or two years. Pick one. Number three is more efficient. Apartment investing is certainly more efficient. Would you rather pay eight property tax bills or eight insurance policies or one? Right? You want to take care of eight roofs or you want to take care of one roof? Okay? So efficient for sure. And number four, probably the most important for me, is going over the long run, this is huge. This is huge. Are you gonna have higher cash flow and higher ROI? 
higher cash and cash or a long run. Let me explain. If you have a single family home and your renter moves out, you have zero income, of course, right? But your cash flow is not zero. Your cash flow is negative because you still have to pay for utilities, insurance, and taxes while they're out. That's still ongoing. So you're not zero, actually, right? You're negative. In my 18-unit apartment building, I can have two or three or four vacants. People move out, and I'm still able to uh, pay my bills, pay the insurance, taxes, utilities, keep the building going while I get it refilled to produce more cash flow. You see the difference there? So over the long term, there's no comparison on what I can produce cash flow wise and return on investment. So I go back to this question. If you have a choice between eight single family rentals or an 18 unit apartment building, which do you choose? Easy answer now, say 18 unit apartment building. Okay, enough there, right? So don't take my word for it. So what I want to do now is take you to a short interview of one of our students that came to us who had eight single family home rentals. And he says, Peter, we're getting nowhere fast. What do we do? So we share with them, you should buy an apartment building. And that's what they did. So they bought an 18 unit apartment building. Let me share with you their story, how they went from their eight single family homes to an apartment building and how it changed their lives. Now, after I'll summarize, I want to be able to put yourself in their shoes so you can do exactly what they did. Let's go there next. Hello everyone, this is Peter and I have a treat for you today. We have another dynamic duo, a couple from Texas who have closed on a terrific deal and they're here to share it with us uh, today. So thank you, Bruce and Renee, for coming on and sharing your deal with us. Thanks for having us, Peter. All right. So just to let you know, uh, Bruce and Renee, this was their Christmas present. So they closed uh, right before Christmas, and this is their Christmas present. So, And today I want to share with you how they pulled it off. So uh, Bruce and Renee, can you share with us some of your professional background? Uh, Bruce, I know you were a professional ball player. So please share, if you, can, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. I used to play baseball, you know, back in the day. It's been a while now. You know, I was drafted out of college, you know, by the Atlanta Braves. And, you know, played a few years in that organization and then uh, uh, got a, a chance to play over with, with the Yankees uh, back in the day. Um, after that, you know, obviously I had some injuries, uh, was out of that, and then uh, went to the insurance field. So I was in sales for, for many, many years. Uh, I left that industry as an uh, executive vice president and then began purchasing real estate. All right. Great, great. And how about yourself, Renee? Besides being a super mom. <laughs> that's right. That's my main role as mother of two children. Um, and basically started my background um, in uh, fashion. I'm in footwear. I've been in footwear for uh, you know, many, many years. And right now I'm a vice president of sales in footwear. All right. Okay, great, great. And uh, so can we can we jump right into it? I love your story, right? How you you purchased the eight single family homes and it was taking too long. So I'll let you share the story. Yeah, well, we started back in 2013 and we were purchasing to flip some houses. So uh, we flipped a couple houses with that. We saw that, you know, flipping takes a lot of time to do and time in the market for sales. And you have to keep buying, you know, in order to generate income. Um, Whereas when you buy and hold long term, which is what we are doing now, you have that long term wealth you can build on. Great, great. So you went out and you purchased uh, eight single family homes all uh, on the East Coast side, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. 
and you basically came to us and said that Peter, it's taking too long, right? right. For us to achieve cash flow and, and net worth mm-hmm. and to accomplish your goals, which is to pretty much retire and do uh, commercial full time. Is that right? That's correct. I mean, you, okay. you don't have the upside you have in multifamily, you know, uh, when you're buying single family homes, you, you, you can't quite force that appreciation, you know, to have that value increasing like overnight as you can with these multifamily units. You know, it's taking forever buying one single, a duplex, a triplex, you know, trying to make that work. Yeah, we were doing it, but now the scalability with multifamily is, you know, sky's the limit. Yes. And you pulled off your first deal with this, right? So any other reason why you called this? So you called this because it was taking too long. Uh, you wanted scalability. You wanted cash flow. And all three of those things, your single family home uh, rentals, eight of them weren't producing that, right? Correct. Uh, correct. Yeah. Anything else? Well, we needed to make sure that, you know, with your guidance, we were looking for someone who had the knowledge, who has been there, who has done that, obviously was very trustworthy. You're very easy to understand. We, we didn't want to go into this buying these multi-million dollar properties lacking that knowledge that you are offering us. Yeah, and we've been watching your videos for quite some time. And so we, we knew who you were. And you, like Bruce said, you were very easy to understand. And you taught us, you know, a lot of information about multifamily um, apartments. And so that's when we decided, Bruce, like one night was like, oh, I, I uh, enrolled for the Protégé program. I'm like, all right, that's great. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah. Great, great. Okay, so let's jump into the deal. So what did you buy, price, size? You're an awesome negotiator, Bruce. And Renee, during this whole process, you know, your due diligence, uh, your mindset and your sharpness was great. So could you share about your deal, please? So we purchased a, a 18 unit with a cottage that was not rented yet. We have the seller that was very not motivated. He was really more interested in just having a conversation about selling it off. Bruce was able to really forge a really strong relationship with him just through telephone conversations. Their conversations would not just talk about the property, but also just building rapport. So um, because of that relationship that he was able to have with the seller, it, it really kind of helped us with this deal. So it's an 18 unit, going to be a 19 unit property. And the asking price was 1.8. Well, he wanted, he wanted 2 million yeah. initially. Yeah. Right. Right. And then, uh, you know, talking with him through time, you know, we got him to 1.73, you know, on this apartment building. And it appraised for more than that, which was a, a nice bonus. Some of the upsides that we have to this uh, building mm-hmm. is... The mm-hmm. cottage. We have a freestanding cottage that we can rent out. Actually, I'm doing some renovation on it right now. Mm-hmm. And then beneath it, we have the ability to have storage units for the people that are actually living there. So mm-hmm. we're going to turn some space that wasn't being utilized into more revenue for us. Great. And I believe the rents can go up as well, right? Yeah. Yes, very true. So, you know, he he has not raised his rents really in, in a little while. So the upside that we have in the two bedroom, uh, one bath, there's 10 of those, is about $200 bump that we can wow. get in those. And the one bedrooms, it's a, it's a $150 increase wow. that we can do yeah. um, in those as well. That's so substantial. That's doing in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's substantial. So Bruce, master negotiator, when you first brought the deal to us, uh, the, the property needed a lot of work, right? So mm-hmm. that's cut to the chase. How did you get him to agree to cure all the deferred maintenance, the dry rot, the other parts of the property? How did you uh, convince him to do that? Because that's huge. So. Let, me, let me just say this, that normally uh, properties in this location, the owners say, no way. If you want the property, take it. If not, goodbye. 
right? Mm -hmm. And secondly, a lender will hold back hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, for you to cure this at your expense, but right. you you negotiated for him to do that up front. So please share. Yeah, so uh, it took it took time, obviously, and I think uh, how this happened for him to take care of all these you know maintenance issues for us was the relationship, the rapport that I, I built with him. You know, we had conversations sometimes on the phone uh, two hours. Wow. You know, one one point in time, we had almost a four hour phone call wow. in between, you know, his busy schedule, what he was doing, um, just talking about everything other than really so much the property piece, but just learning about him, his family, what what he likes to do, what we like to do and kind of bonding in a mm -hmm. sense. And with that, he, I guess, really liked who I was as a person. Uh, he's the one that said, hey, I will take care of the roof, the, the gutters, the dry rock across the place, you know, all the plumbing uh, fixes that had to happen. Uh, I didn't have to put a, a dime into anything. He wow. pretty much took care of it all. Right. Wow. So at closing, you walked into a property that was deferred maintenance free. Is that right? Correct. Wow. Correct. Except you had, to, the, you had to pay for the cottage to get up and running. Yes. That's, and that's just a few thousand dollars, right, Renee? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah the return on that is, is far beyond what the little sure. bit of money you're putting in it. Sure. So you have so it's 18 units, and uh, so the two bedrooms can go up $200 over time, and then the one bedroom can go up to 150 Let's see. Oh, and then we have the cottage that you can right. rent out. About $1,100 right. is what that wow. should out for. So right. additional $1,100 right off the bat once that's done. Right. right. Exactly. That's about a that's about a week and a half to two weeks away from being finished. Right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's great. So and then we have the storage too. Peter. Oh yeah, that's, that's storage right. Too. That's additional that's on top right. of that mm -hmm. eleven hundred. That's right. And also the wash and dry hookups you have right. in units, you guys aren't charging more for that. Is that right? No, it is already there. You know, wow. they're already in the in these units. Okay, great. How did you get them to go from two million down to one point seven? I think 7? it was yeah, one seven three. I think it was more in just the conversation because he, he didn't want to sell. He he didn't have to sell. Mm. You know, uh, but just in talking with him over time, you know, tell him, hey, this is what I can offer you based on all the things that I see. He said, hey, I really like you. If you can meet me at this price point, I will sell it to you now. So I offered him, if I could say, you know, 1.65. And he said that what I can do it for is 1.73. If you can do that, we have a deal. Wow. And he, and he held to what he told me. Yeah, he kept his, yeah. He kept his word. Yeah, that's a great seller. That's yeah. a great seller. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome job. And we went through how many months of this transaction together? Mm -hmm. I think August. it started back in August. It was August. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So like a, like a four month uh, transaction, right? Of going yeah. back and forth and back and forth. And yeah. uh, you guys were, were awesome in knowing your numbers, understanding how due diligence works, mm -hmm. and you fought tooth and nail to get your financing done. Correct. Right? I always say how the key to this business is relationships, which you mm -hmm. soared with. And number two is, per, is uh, perseverance. You have mm -hmm. to have it. So thumbs up to both of you. Your powerful husband and wife investment team. Powerful. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. We got to remember, Peter, I mean, a lot of this is from your, your tutelage, you know, and, and guiding us along the way. Yes, we have a foundation. We've owned other properties, but this is a different caveat. So with your help, this is what brought it home to us. We just closed the door. You know, you open it and we close it off. So we brought it home. <laughs> great, great. You know? So, so Bruce, on, on, your, on your numbers, uh, so where you're now, you're at uh, 1.73. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, maybe a year or so down the road, when we have all the rents 
at the at their peak at two hundred dollars increase and one fifty increase. What's the property value then at your account? Well, yeah, what we had come up with, we just did these numbers, and it was like uh, a little over four million dollars. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And then what's the plan? The plan is to pull out your cash and buy more. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is something that you rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, yes. repeat. You, yes. you keep it going. Once you have your momentum and you're in the game, you understand what it is you, you need to do. You, you just keep doing it. It's like while we're in the middle of this one, we were under contract for another 32 unit complex. And because we were able to see almost right away that, hey, this deal is not going to make sense to us. We were able to move out of that and continue on with something else. Yep. Whereas before, without your help, we could still be playing around right. with a deal that is a dead deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we were able to see it, understand it, wasn't for us, and move on. Absolutely. All right. One more thing for the beginners. Could you share with them uh, one or two things that you think that would help them to get started and do what you and Renee did? I'd say my thought is if you feel this is something you want to do, then you need to take action. Don't listen to all the noise that's outside telling you, oh, you can't make money here. Oh, you're going to don't listen to that stuff. It has been done. You know, it's been done. You see people who have done it. Peter, you're you've done it. It's to have the confidence within yourself and to never stop. Don't give up. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to fall. We all do. But you get back up and you keep going. You learn from what made you fall before and you keep moving on. You know, it's perseverance and have no fear. Yeah. And you fell down. And during this transaction, you fell down quite a few times. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A few, a few times. You know, it's, uh, if we were boxing, man. Yeah. They, they knocked me on the camera a few times. But, you know, I'll get back up and I keep rolling. Yes. Yes. Great. Great. Uh, Renee, any words of wisdom for uh, the beginners out there? How to get started? or? I would just say Bruce and I, we've been wanting to do real estate for like probably 20 years. Yeah. We got started back in 2013. So, mm-hmm. you know, seven years ago. I wish you would have started a lot sooner. I think we would have been, you know, so much further ahead, but everything happens for a reason. And um, we've learned a lot. Um, We've had some challenges and we, we, we learned a lot from those challenges. So I would just say like, like Bruce said, perseverance is, is key and going after your dream and not giving up on it. Our dream is to both just live off of our income from our rental properties and, and travel and show our kids the world and leave something for them when we're gone. But that's, that's our goal and that's our dream. And so we've just really stayed true to that. Right. The financial freedom is key in, in taking you know this monetary system and understanding that and then making your way through that, not, not being beholden to a W-2, which mm-hmm. there is no job security as people really might think out there. We're, we're seeing it in today's times. There's, there's not. You've got to go and find your way. And real estate is a very good avenue to do so. Well-spoken. All right. So let's finish up here. What does the future hold for Bruce and Renee? Well, uh, again, it's looking for the next project now. You know, we have to keep keep it going. Momentum. You know, momentum. You know, build on that. We want to continue to purchase these properties. We understand the numbers. It's just finding the deal. You fall in love with the numbers and not the property, you know, and that's what that's another thing I would tell some people when we first got started. We were trying to put a lot of money into houses that we thought we'd be living in, but you're, you're burning yourself. You know, you look at the numbers. If the numbers make sense, then you move on. If the numbers don't make sense, remove your emotion from the situation or the equation, and then you move forward. Absolutely. Renee, anything else you want to add to that? 
No, I'm just, you know, we're just so thankful that we, you know, are working with you. And again, it just gives us so much more confidence in doing these larger scale deals. Um, and we've learned so much. I mean, when we first started, I was like, oh, I don't know if I could talk about all the stuff. You know, I don't know if I know enough to talk about, but I feel like I've learned so much and, and, you know, the confidence level has just gone up significantly because of us working with you and having our calls with you and, you know, walking you through and, and you answer all the questions right. and you take your time. You have a lot of patience. You have a lot of patience, which is so nice. It's refreshing, you know, um, you know, to, to have a mentor that is going to take the time to make sure that you're going the right direction. And if you see something that's not making sense, he tells you now so you can fix that instead of wasting weeks right. you know, down the wrong path. You know, so we really appreciate you and, you know, what you've offered us. You know, and I would tell the others that are out there that if you really are serious about your own future and your own financial security, then you need to make the call. Call Peter and his team. And if anything, just talk to them and see what he has to offer you. You'll be amazed if you just take that first step. And, and don't be discouraged with all the naysayers saying, oh, don't do this, don't do that. You know, you do what you feel is right for you. And then you can have the success that we're having. Great. Well, again, thank you for taking time this morning to, to share uh, your deal and your story and your life with us. Really appreciate you guys. And I know everyone that's listening, I know they really appreciate it as well. So uh, thanks again. You guys have a great day and I'll see you on the calls next week. That's right. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> thank, okay, you. thank you. All right. Welcome back. Weren't they the most wonderful couple they are so powerful together, and they have just beautiful kids, too. They're awesome to work with. They have big plans, right, to help a lot of people, to help their family, to leave a legacy. So I'm going to wrap it by quickly going over them, uh, the deal, and then I want to help you put yourself in their position. Uh, Bruce and Renee, so for seven years, they invested in single-family homes, buying and flipping, and they got nowhere near financial freedom until they started buying apartments with us. Number one. Number two, Bruce was a great negotiator. You know how he did that? He honored the fact that this is a relationship-based business. You heard him, you know, he had a two-hour conversation with the seller. He had a four-hour conversation with the seller about what? About themselves, about their hobbies or likes or dislikes, everything. This is a relationship-based business, always will be. Now, the result of that was this here. He convinced the seller to cure hundreds of thousands of dollars in repairs. So this one uh, negotiating tactic that we encouraged him to do saved him hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, Bruce and Renee, they're in our mentorship program. They paid money to get in. They made back their mentorship fee three or four or five times already with this one negotiating tip. And then they gave you um, a couple of tips. The number one, most importantly, for beginners to take action Right? And number two, to fall in love with the numbers and not the deal. That is so wise, so wise. Now, a little bit about the deal. 18 units in Denton, Texas. Beautiful looking property, right? It's a B-class property. B-class properties in Denton are so hard to come from, but they found one. Secondly, the seller was uh, asking for $2 million. Bruce negotiated down to $1.73. The appraisal came in at more than $1.8 million. So they are walking into the deal with more than $100,000 worth of equity. Number three, this is the most important piece of why they're investing in apartments over single family. Over the long run, this is how you win with apartments. So they're going to force the appreciation. 
by renting out the cottage. The cottage is empty. They're going to rent it out for $1,100 a month. They have rent increases. The one-bedrooms can go up $150 a month. The two-bedrooms can go up $200 a month. They're going to configure this, the storage downstairs into little areas that tenants can rent. Now, the resulting of increasing all the income and getting that NOI up, now this will take a few years to get to, right? One or two years. That's okay. This is a long, long-term business, right? One or two years, they bought it for 173 It's going to be worth $4 million, right? So is it worth waiting? Could you do this with single-family homes? No, no. Now, a little bit about the area. We love the area. When Bruce uh, brought the deal to the table in our coaching calls, and I go, wow, you found what? Where? I was so excited because I know this is a, a great area. So it's walking distance to the university. Texas Woman U University has an enrollment of about over 16,000 students. So thriving university area. Uh, this city is ranked number two in the U.S. as a boom town. So it's a booming city. It's ranked number two in the country. And also the city is uh, seventh uh, ranked as a best college town in the U.S. Lastly, their extra strategy, they bought it for, for, for 1.73. They're going to get the NOI up. They're going to improve their property. They're going to stabilize it. It's going to be worth $4 million. They're going to do a cash out refi, pull out the original down payment, and buy more property. That's it. That's their goal there. So and we help them get on their way to do that. All right. So now... For you, here's what I want you to do. Um, Bruce and Ray did a great job. They're everyday people like you and I. You can do the same thing. Now, what I want you to do is, if you're considering purchasing single-family homes, that's okay. It's an okay place to start. You don't have to start there. You can start with commercial. But if you want to start there, you can. But down the road, you're going to have to sell it and start buying commercial if you want to get to their level. Secondly, if you already have single-family homes and you're sitting on them, you should consider either refinancing and pulling the money out or selling them and do a 1030 exchange into an apartment building. So that's my, my two pieces of critical information to you because we share with you why investing in apartments over single family home rentals makes the most sense over the long run. So thank you everyone for uh, listening. And if you want more like this, go on to our website, commercialpropertyadvisors.com. We offer a free book. We have a free course we can offer you to get started. All right, everyone. So thank you for listening to Why Investing in Apartments Over Single Family Home Rentals Makes the Most Sense Over the Long Run.